What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Masters of Sport. Earl is here trying to make me mad. I already succeeded. But he's going to fail. I succeeded. Dame was legit mad at me earlier. No, I don't think I've ever been mad at you. That's weird. You're would angry, you? too. Why would you? Why, would why wouldn't you be mad at me? I'm, For what? Because I'm, like, irritating. There's only been times where I've been like, really? Why'd you say that shit? Like, like not like I think one time and it was somebody else like you might have said something to someone else. Oh, was I mean? Maybe. I don't know. Now I'm real curious. You got to remember and tell me. But like, I don't really get mad. at Like I could have been mean to someone. I'm not nice. sometimes. I'm trying to think who I've actually been mad at recently. Really, dude, only like one or two people I've been like, dude, I'm actually pissed right now. Man, I'm curious what I said. That's gonna bother you. Nah, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely will. I already forgot. I'm moving on. <laughs> That's what happens when you're mentally strong. Shit. <laughs> Why you find that funny? Dane, yes. speaking of that, when was the time in your life when you wanted to quit? And Ooh. not even you wanted to quit, you did quit. And why did you do it? I quit when I was uh, in school suspension monitor. Oh, did you? Yeah. I feel like you you're going to go into something funny here. Well, I just I quit because I I said to myself when I can make more money running the gym, I'll quit. So oh. I had that as my goal. And then I quit. So that was like you were doing it and then yeah, and then it That doesn't count as like quitting. I I want something like where only, like you lost. Okay, so the only other like time you mentally lost and you you quit. The only Oh, other I know when. When Daru had you doing the ten second sprints, you yeah, quit I mentally. What I think I could do that right now. If, if okay, I would do a good job because I'm I'm in good shape right now. Okay, but my true point of quitting um, would have been my sophomore year of high school. I was big, like I had already started football two years, uh-huh. uh, freshman and sophomore year. Wrestling, I did really well. And I went out, you know, I've been playing baseball since I was like five or six, and I was good. I was a good catcher. And I was like, dude, if they put me on the JV baseball team, I'm quitting and I'm going to throw. I was like, I had already made up that decision. And I told my dad, I was like, I'm going to quit if they put me on JV because I know I'm better. I'm the best catcher on this team. I know I'm better than Moyer. Um, And... They put me on JV, and they put Moyer uh, behind catcher, and I quit, and I went over to throw, and Moyer got hurt like three games into the season. I would love it if somehow there was a picture of Moyer that could be like posted right there on the, the YouTube, Jason, the audio you one. definitely do that. That would be he stellar. He could definitely pull that off. The good thing He's is – He's not going to want to, but yeah. he could do it easily. Yeah. His, just his be mom f- works with Moyer. Uh, <laughs> it would be so funny. Yeah. Well, and Facebook, to be fair. But um, yeah, I I so I quit. He'd have no idea about this. Like, nah. does he actually watch? He, there's he might he sort of follows me. Oh, but I quit baseball for sure. That's funny to go throw. <laughs> I, I have no idea who this person is. Yeah, I'm trying to think other other. I never really quit a job. I think that's my downfall. You, exactly. you don't quit. Sometimes you should quit. I I think. And Jason, and I you're gonna say that out loud. Say it out loud. Come on, Dane, say well, it. Jason and I have sometimes talked you should quit about this. Where 
he and I have this knack of being so stubborn and stupid. Maybe he's not as dumb as me. He's definitely. Yeah, I wouldn't say either of you are stupid. I, I've, I've definitely just, seen both of your stubborn sides. <laughs> we will just relentlessly do something until it's like you don't. We don't beat a dead horse. Like we beat a dead horse. We carry the dead horse back to water. We beat it again. We carry it like. I was gonna say it. you would eat it then, shit it out <laughs> in the water, and then, and then make a point to like step in the shit, and like <laughs> rub it in. I, I'm just so good at. at doing work over and like relentlessly until it until it works like if you think about it, you can't you can't what is this saying you can't fit a a square peg into a round hole you could do it i can do it <laughs> like i will do it i will prove to you i will prove you wrong wow but but definitely the that's baseball. a winner's mentality no it's a it's a stubborn like not <laughs> learn from your and, I, and, and and i'm not even saying learn from your mistakes I'm saying my failure up until I'd say a year and a half, two years, probably two years ago, is that I never looked for ways to make things better. I, in my mind, it was always like I got to learn from my failure, but I was not failing in my mind. So I wasn't learning gotcha. from my failure because I wasn't failing in my mind. And no one was there to teach you a better way. Yeah. And I think that's the whole it's not learn from your failures. I actually think that's stupid. I think it's don't learn from your fail failure. Always look for a way to make it better. Like that's like the better way well, to look at it. That's how you learn from your failure. You see that didn't work and you But I don't think it's a failure. You I do think that. it's I think it's better to look at it as though like there's other alternatives. You don't see there you go again. You're gonna be you're gonna make sure you're right, right? <laughs> I get I what you're you saying. Stick with me on this because it's a more positive way to look at it. I, I agree with you. Yeah, so screw you, you big bully. I am not a I big bully. I'm mad at you. you. You're the one who called me skinny fat before. You are skinny fat. See, there you go again. And I'm the bully. <laughs> you're the one calling me names. You're body shaming me right now. <laughs> That's easy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> Man, I'm going to go home and cry. Eat hash browns, loaded hash browns. I love hash browns, dude. Loaded hash browns, yeah. loaded vegan hash browns. What are you gonna? I, well, actually, no, probably be vegetarian. Dude, hash browns are like hash browns and home fries. Those two are I love. Remember when I made you eat Govindas down at yeah. uh, Philly, and yeah. you actually enjoyed it? And yeah, you, it was good. And you were like, "I can't believe I enjoy these soy products," and I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, because it tastes good." <laughs> Get out of here with your nonsense. Yeah. You and the Liver King, you can go hang out. Oh, God. Get See, out. look. <laughs> you can hang out with the Liver King. You can hang out with someone like, come on. Somebody, look at the way that guy looks. Somebody Is posted that <laughs> in a bodybuilding forum. They posted their test levels, and it was like their test levels were like 4,300. Like, I, you know, 10 times the the level of normalcy. And it, they had all their levels, and they put it in like, but they put it in as a, as a meme. And they circled like three numbers that any bodybuilder would look like and be like, this dude's on a cycle. And it says like liver King's natural test levels after like drinking a liver shake. And, it, and it, <laughs> they, But they were like making fun of themselves sort of at yeah. the same time. It was funny. I like that person, yeah. whoever <laughs> yeah. they are. All right. So we talked about how you're a quitter. <laughs> See, that was a that was a, a genuine laugh. That one. Yeah. You, you thought that was funny. Yeah, that was good. All right. How did you then de 
or not just you in general, how do you develop mental strength? Like, how do you get stronger? Don't answer this yet. Okay. You're going to answer it. I want to tell an anecdote about me. So I grew up in this tourist town, like where I was raised in Jim Pennsylvania. Thorpe. Jim Thorpe, yeah. It's where I was raised. When are they going to change the name of that, by the way? I don't know. I, I don't live there. Uh, I, my, like, I have family and it's stuff. It's such a joke. Uh, let's just hope it's my a nice town too that's a it's nice for a weekend it's a really nice place to go yes i, I think I, four I days you get a you got a really good family that's what happens when you know the whole architecture is from the richest people in the country yeah if you will yeah. had houses there yeah and had houses built so, I mean, and that's where people go from new york city philadelphia you know 150 years removed from that and those houses are there like you have some like pricey architect like or it looks nice. It's, yeah, it is a nice town. It looks really nice, and they fixed it up. You know, there's good things to eat. There's enough to do. Yeah. Um. But where the there's the man the Packer Mansions, right? Ace yeah. Packer, the guy who built Lehigh University, yeah. if you will, and then his son's mansion, the Harry Packer Mansion, and they're on this hill. And if you go up that hill, is where my parents, my dad still lives there. You go on up, whatever. Go say hi to him. He has a lot of guns he'll love it <laughs> he's actually incredibly friendly but that's like my big right now i'm like dad i was like let's turn your house into an airbnb let's That'd like be awesome. come live with us for a weekend like in the tourist season because it's like a beach town in yeah. that way i was like let's see it's how much money we make especially he's like because they're opening up more of the trails now too. he's like i don't know i can't do it i'd have to get rid of all my guns i was like oh man I was no, you like, just lock that, that door that, oh my goodness don't you talk so reasonably to me because I've said this to him already. You put a padlock on one door that no one can get into. Yeah. We agree. Yeah. Anyway, this hill is steep. I mean, it's super steep. Ten-year-old me made it a point I was going to ride my bike up that hill. Oh, okay. This is great because this but is I have very similar experiences. Ten-year-old me said you're going to ride up the hill and you're not going to stop. Yeah. All right, I only had a BMX bike. I didn't have a gear bike, yeah. so I had, like, yeah, it was once, a single yeah. speed. And my legs were not strong enough to just keep pedaling through over and over again. So, big brain move here. I found I could go side to side and, like, yeah. sort of. It's just like skiing. Swing up and up, yeah. and I could make it up the hill. Yeah. And I could do it. Got to the point, I could do it, like, three times in a day, four times in a day. Like, go and young kid small town i could ride my bike everywhere and anywhere like and then and you get to go down the hill too no no it was too scary you'd have oh, okay. well you could but well you'd have to break and yeah, stuff yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. as much as like yeah. like zoom on down i'd like to go more I, i'd ride it out to the lake out monk chunk yeah and then ride in because the whole thing was downhill for like you were basically going downhill for like two three miles that was fun that's fun yeah um there was like a crew of us that would do this anyway that is where I have decided I built my, like, mental toughness That's in fair. physical senses, like, in yeah. what you do physically. I, not necessarily, like, emotionally or, you know, I in other ways. I think physically, though, it can transfer over to other areas. It probably has. Yeah. But I wanted to share that story about, like... I think, and Jason could share, could 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 tune in on this. There's a hill near where I grew up that when he would ride his bike to school, probably the same thing this hill is like it's like just gradually gets longer and longer and at the top it like gets steep uh-huh 
and it's the same thought process and where you're just like I've got to get through this and and the thing is is that you you couldn't it's too narrow to go side to side okay so it was one of those hills that for me growing up my parents said for you to get to ride your bike to school you've got to be able to get up that hill by yourself because my dad you know when you're like six years old my dad would like push me by the by the time I was you know I don't know I would I rode my bike in third grade to school I was like full steam. I would attack that hill and just hammer forward. So I think riding bikes for me was was one thing. I do think wrestling had a big big factor for me. And then just doing like menial tasks around the house where my dad my dad had a sign business and there were signposts and he'd say, I need I need fifty of these uh-huh. moved over here. You know, can you can you get them here? I'll I'll give you ten dollars and it would it would take me like four hours, but in my mind it was what i was doing nice so. and that's how you developed your mental toughness or think, yeah you I think th- laid the groundwork for I think it I laid the ground i also think for me swimming was a huge one because swimming it's like dude my mom would take me to the swim pool in the summertime it'd be you know from the time i was five years old till 14 and you go swim in the morning it's 65 70 degrees it's 8 a.m. and you have to swim in a pool that's like 69, 70 degrees. It's cold. It's a wake-up call. Yeah, and then you got to go in there. It's definitely a rooster's crow. Yeah, and, and on top of that, <laughs> you have to swim for an hour plus and not talk to anybody and bitch about how cold you are. Uh, so I think swimming would be another what one. Would you, who would you be without bitching, Dude, Dane? That, the whole reason I stopped swimming was because I couldn't talk. I was like, Mom, why would I swim and play soccer when I could wrestle and play football and talk to people the whole time? Like, I'm not going to do this. This You're you're a social animal. That's what you are. All right. So we're talking about mental strength today. Yeah. You know, how do you get that? How do you develop it? So what's, in your opinion, what's the best way to develop it? Um, so if I have like a kid who struggles with it, yeah. How are you, what are some of the things you're trying to do to develop mental strength in an athlete? Okay. So in an athlete, I think there's certain, dude, there's a lot of things that I like to do. I like to give minimal feedback. I like to make something really, really challenging and just, and just tell them to do it again and do it again. What do you mean by making something really challenging? Like, okay. give give me a specific Very example. good example. Today, uh, these kids from Malvern Prep came up uh, to the gym. So they did, like, a little drop-in for the day. And uh, they wanted to throw and lift. Their coach wanted them to throw and lift and be in the environment. So the one kid, I said to him, I'm like, dude, you're in ninth grade and you're small. You're just throwing for the first time. You should learn how to spin. And I could see by, like, his third – fourth rep he was he did not want to spin he wanted to go back to the glide and i was like nope keep doing this keep doing this keep doing this keep doing it you'll figure it out and like 35 reps in he he got one but he was so defeated within like five to ten reps but then that that persistence it's like if if you can just keep pulling them through that that's that's a big uh a big wake up for them and and I actually asked after about fifteen reps, I asked his coach, I was like, What's this guy's dad what's this kid's dad like? He's like, dude, his dad is relentless. He's just so obnoxious, yells all the time and like it's important to know that because then yeah. then I can give him a little more po- Because then you're not gonna be Yeah, I don't wanna do that. And so I think that 
it's finding things that are very challenging and making them repeat it over and over and over again. And then also giving them physical tasks because now you're challenging them mentally and physically. But then the physical task would be like teaching them how to push with heavy weight, but then teaching them yesterday's football football session. We did four triples as heavy as we could go. And they thought their drop set was going to be 70 kilo single leg back squat for sets of 10 on each leg. Nope. They had two options. They could do one set of 17 at the weight that I prescribed or two sets of 12. And so they would all get to like 10 and they were dying and they all wanted to do 12. But then after they did 12, I was like, dude, just keep like you got five more. Just suffer right now. It's going to be five. It's, it's going to end up being you're going to net seven extra reps then. Like, yeah, because you're not doing that other set of 12. And so they all ended up going to 17. But they none of them. They all thought they should have stopped at 12. Every single one, nine of them, man. So I think that that's another example of like, look, we got to play the game. We've got right. to play the long game. And, and it's, it's these micro wins that then, you know, kids like that, that train with me for three, four years, those tests lead to that mental. Gotcha. Process. They get enough of them. Yeah. And I think that that's just, that's just, that's important. That's the best part about strength training. That's the best part about not doing trap bar deadlifts. <laughs> <laughs> they may not necessarily listen to that episode the That's incendiary true. episode where dane fires all the, the flame yeah i have a one one more to add that goes back to that episode and the only reason i brought that up in the pre this up in the previous episode is because brian seacrest had sent me some videos and what we talked about the episode he's referring to we talked about overrated exercises yeah. and and this exercise i said is underrated pin front squat and I said, this is a movement that literally you do because you want kids that are like tough kids, like the kids that like usually football players, just obnoxious, right? They act like they're so tough. Yeah. Make them do pin front squats. So one, they're going to complain about their wrists on the rack, maybe a little bit about their shoulders. But two, they're going to get stupid lightheaded. And then you're going to be able to screw with them because some of them won't get lightheaded because they have a little more bulk on their shoulder. And some of them will get so lightheaded they're like blacking out in the middle of their lift. <laughs> And I love doing like a box, a low box, you know, you could just call it a pin front squat, but just below 90 degrees because it's horrible. Posture, yeah. everything. It's rough on the upper back yeah. more than anything. It's I rough think. on your mind. It's it's just terrible. If you can keep your upper back, they're not hard. Yeah, they're, yeah. And the first rep's really bad. Yeah, first rep's the worst. After that. So that's like another, another one. But I think it's just, it's. Mental toughness to me is just you got to be in the long haul. It's a marathon. Yeah, everything. You know, everyone says weightlifting's like this rapid fire sport. Nah, it, no. it's straight up. It's it's the longest marathon yeah. probably you could think of. Yep. Like it's absolutely. I would say almost any sport to be legitimately good is a marathon. Is a marathon for sure, without question. Like, dude, day in day out, yeah, make it happen. All right. So what are, are there any other ways you challenge your mind? Like I it's I mean I think like you use movements. Yeah. You you use you, movements. You'll you make use, you'll see frustration and you'll tell them to keep doing it. Yeah, and like, I think that that's like one thing I'm very good at is just like, okay, do it again. Yeah, no, that was better. Do it again. Okay, yeah, you did this better. Good, go. Again. You know, and then it's like then you give them one big one and then they, then they want to do it more. 
I think it's I I just think it's it's like it's trying to find exercises and movements. Yeah, I I mean, you know, there's some endurance stuff you can do, some sled work, you know, that are very challenging. That's where bodybuilding movements come into play. Dude, okay. There's, there's there's stuff that we're doing every day with bodybuilding that you're just like, "Oh my god, this is hard." So, a lot of the stuff I'm hearing too is like when you were talking about the rep ranges. Yeah. And now you're bringing up bodybuilding, which like, all right, we're going to, why is there this association with this like developing mental strength always comes into these long forms of like being under tension, like the longer you're under tension, the stronger you become mentally. I've always thought this, and, and this might get a little meta is like, Oh, wait until you see my next question. Oh, geez. Okay. So it's not that big. But it, let's let's just use bodybuilding as as an example. If I get on a dumbbell bench and I got to do let's say the 140s for a set of 10 and I immediately have I drop them and I got to pick up the 110s and I got to do 10 and I got to pick up the 90s and I got to do 10 and I got to pick up the 70s and I got to go till failure. It's this really really long uncomfortable burn feeling of just horror. But you know there's an end in sight. But you're just so internally focused that like you're just feeling the groove. That's all you're doing is you're just moving, moving, moving. I got to get bigger. I got to get bigger for bodybuilding. And I think this big set, that big set feeling is easier to achieve earlier. And the carryover then is that when you get into that groove and you're just moving, now you learn long term. Okay, now I got to do that for a shorter period with like a heavy back squat or uh -huh. a heavy front squat or a heavy bench, right? Heavy back squat is very mentally challenging. A lot of people don't even like to attempt it because they're scared. They, they, they go down in the hole. They'll just fail. This happens all the time and it's normal. It's okay. But if you can get that feeling, which is easier to achieve with lighter weights, now you start to figure out, okay, I can get that feeling for you. a shorter time frame and back squat. And then now Okay, so both of those, you're under tension. Now the next lesson is how can you get that mindset to occur without physical duress? Like, so now how can I flip that so that when I'm going to attempt a snatch or a clean or I'm a shot putter, I'm a wrestler, whatever, how can I get into that same mind, that same state of mind? How can I get into that state of mind when I go to do a I clean? And it's like learning it from bodybuilding transferring it to the grind transferring that to you know technique work and then over time it goes from this aggressive state of mind to a logic state of mind so divorce of the emotions if you will yeah all right this one's weird it's not that jaw dropping is intelligence <laughs> a form of mental strength uh is intelligence yeah how are we measuring intelligence? Any way you want. Body intelligence? Mental intelligence? We could say like a kinesthetic intelligence. We could say... I was thinking... Because we're talking more mental. I was thinking more like smarts, if you will. And not necessarily... Like, you could be book smart. You could be like musically smart. Like intelligence. Like some type of intelligence. I think that's hard because I, I think it's like... I think it's a sign that you're it can be a sign that you're tough it's like i mean it, it would be 
there's a sign that you're tough, but just because you're intelligent doesn't mean that you are mentally tough. Yeah. But if, but in my mind, it's like, it's likely that you have mental toughness because you sit down and, and you're, I think one of the hard parts, okay, so, so to sort of go along with this is that if you're, intelligent you're more open-minded to learning Uh uh-huh so to be open-minded to learning you have to be mentally tough because you and now there's some really really bright people that are not as open-minded as i think they could be but with learning concepts they are yeah and whatever that realm is and so to be intelligent you have to recognize like in whatever field you're in um that what you know is not the end all be all that you're you're willing to go further to push yourself to be better right intelligence wise all right so i think yeah to a point yes now can intelligence be a weakness from a mental toughness perspective yes, yes. all right elaborate okay so if you have i thought you would like this one more yeah i i think like uh, it's there's like, a part of me that thinks you're thinking of athletes right now yeah i'm think. well i'm actually thinking about harrison morris sadly i'm thinking like he's, he's gonna be a doctor isn't he or something yeah, like that something like, like that but he's so bright that um i think he if he wasn't as bright as he is he would have kept weightlifting um okay. i also think there's other things that happened in his life that if he was a little bit less logical he would have just wrote out the the storm a little longer um because i think smart people can get out of storms quicker so that can hinder their mental toughness whereas like dude there's sometimes like you just gotta weather the storm so like he figured you're saying because he's so smart he was able to figure out a good solution and he was like he's like yeah i I can leave this area right now got in a better place if you yeah for the time being yeah uh i think um you know and i'm not judging it yeah no it's I, I think that there's I think it definitely can though. I think I think that uh could you say that an intelligent person would might overthink stuff in yes. a competition too? And I, I think yes, and I also think the the best athletes in the world are also extraordinarily intelligent. Perfect example, LeBron James uh this is this is an anecdote that um Taman and Noah were telling me about yesterday. Like, I haven't seen Noah in a while. How's he doing? He's okay. He makes me laugh. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's super smart. And I like how he always pokes you. <laughs> yeah, he's probably one of the... And, but he doesn't get... I've never seen you get him riled up. He gets riled up if I don't include him. Oh, he wants friends. Yeah. So you should include him. He He starts telling me about... LeBron James is talking to one of his teammates who just got traded to him, and LeBron's telling him, like, yeah, you got to do X, Y, Z. It goes in, in depth. And there's, like, a meme going around of, like, he's, like, nodding his head, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And as soon as LeBron walks away, he's, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, he didn't – he's not on the level that LeBron's yeah, yeah. on. And I think, you know, and then Taman brought up Cooper Cup, who was a wide receiver for the Rams, and – he had a really big play in the Super Bowl and they they had an interview with him after the game like how did you make that that you know walk us through that that pattern you ran for Stafford to hit you 
uh, throw you know throw a TD. And he's like, well, they were showing cover three, but on his first two steps, I knew they were in cover two. So based off of cover two in that formation, and he just goes deep into how he read this, and he knew that uh, Stafford would read this as well, and that the check down on that, based off of this read and this step, if he goes inside on cover two, even if he's showing cover three, means I cut to this this round, yeah. and he knew the ball would be there. And it's like they can see things so quickly and adapt in it's such like a processing sh- power. Yeah, so so fast. And it's like it's the same thing with the best wrestlers, best fighters in the world. See that they see things in slow motion, dude. And it's like that's that's an a, it's a form of intelligence. It's actually a form of intelligence that I think that I believe is underrated. To go off of our previous episode, I believe that fighters, world-class athletes, give musicians that credit because they can hear music and be like, right. this is complicated. And I don't think that musicians do that enough in the opposite sense to For the athletic athletes. Realm. I think, it, you know, old school stereotype is that like jocks don't play music. They don't respect musicians. They beat up band, yeah. band guys. But I think that's long. I think gone. that's more like a a stere- like a Hollywood stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like the ogre character. Yeah. Whereas like, where where they would cast you now if you went out to Hollywood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whereas I think I, so. To, yeah. To go into the best athletes in the world, I think they're all they're bright. Like, dude, Usain Bolt could tell you how many steps it took him to run the hundred. Yeah. And he would tell like he knew this. There's almost uh, what's the one analogy uh. You have, like, your frogs and your birds, if you will. Yeah. And the frogs are, like, your specialists, right? Like, they're right up against the trees. They they can see the individual tree, every little detail about it. I think some of the stuff you're getting into with, like, Usain Bolt, if you will, like, with his steps. Like, that's a tree. It's like a frog type of intelligence, yeah. a very specific type of intelligence. Where the, like, Cooper Cup one was more like a bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. there was a lot of different inputs yeah. coming to was- see that and, like, make that cut there to know, like... And then also too, there's like this emotional maturity that he re- he knew his other person was just as capable. Yep. And there's like this trust there then too that goes on. So I think I think going off of this in Confucianism. <laughs> oh, are you going back to how you studied religion? <laughs> and just just uh, and you have two degrees. <laughs> so in Confucianism, they they talk about emotional intelligence and not using this words but it's essentially like um it's like knowing your triggers right yeah what makes you upset well and it's if something startling occurs being able to respond at the same level is a very it's a huge sign of intelligence um that can only be achieved later on in life really and like a good Are example. Are you saying that all your emotional responses make you not that intelligent? Correct. Dane? Yes. Yeah. Wow. That was big of you. Huh? Yeah. Very mature. I think you're emotionally maturing now. So <laughs> a good a good and this is what's funny is I go out this morning, we have this cat Pikachu, right? He was sick two weeks ago. I had to take him to the vet. And then I come out there this morning and he's like shaking. I'm like, dude, is Pikachu sick again? He could he comes out to start eating his food and he's limping. Dude, I think he broke his foot. His foot is like cracked off to the side and he's like limping on this. 
I'm like, oh my gosh. Now it's not horrible. It might heal, but I'm like, maybe I should take him to vet. I'm still this is something I'm still struggling with. But yeah. my first reaction was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, blew it up. If I was like more intelligent, I would have, you know, processed it and be like, okay, what do I do logically? Well, let's see what happens over the next day, and then I can make my decision. And I probably would just mention it to Caitlin and move on with my day. Yeah. And then come back because cats are resilient, see how he heals. You know, we can figure it out. Where I'm going with that is that if I was in Cooper Cup's scenario, I would be going, he's showing three, maybe he's going two. As soon as he makes his first step, I'm throwing everything out the window, and I don't even know what I'm running. <laughs> like, that's my intelligence in that scenario. And I think yeah. that that's, that's where it's like, in everyday life, if you have intelligence, you take you take us your ego exists further and further away from your reaction. I got you. That's what I think, man. But right now, for me personally, my ego is like in my throat. So <laughs> maybe a little lower. <laughs> <laughs> um, how you were talking about Pikachu and the cat and yeah. the idea of a logical response. I was reading something today and they talked about logic and emotion when you try to meet one with the other will just ricochet yeah it's like a, a positive positive magnet and like it yep. doesn't work like they're not going to come together and they talked to in the thing i was reading they were saying so when you are in the logical state of mind and you're met with an emotional something you have to meet it with validation even if you don't agree like uh, instead of like oh you'll get over it like yeah it's upsetting when people leave you out noah yeah, you know actually, what I like. Yeah, that's you validate the feeling, if you will. Right. Yep. And to me, that's a form of like emotional intelligence. Like you can recognize they just want to be validated to get their, or if you validate their emotional state, it's easier to bring it down. Yeah, that's very where they accurate. can become logical and deal with it. And I thought I thought that was like it's funny because the Noah situation is is it's literally relevant, and that that would have been a. A really good I actually struggled with how I should handle that scenario because I I didn't include him in something that I knew I should have or I could have but I wasn't sure if I should yeah and I should have just said hey you know I know you, yeah you know I validate I validate it, and it feels bad it. when you're left out I get that I think the thing my reaction to defend my reaction I'm going back there to you my go you my throat yep here you go shield up to to Pikachu is that I felt for Pikachu. I felt his the empathy more. Yeah, it was like, damn man, he's had a tough go of things right now. Like now he's got a, you know, dude, this cat this cat climbs trees. Like I've seen him. He probably fell from a tree from like fifteen <laughs> feet. Yeah. So that's what I I was like, dude, he was probably playing. Pongo was chasing him and he <laughs> fell out. <laughs> man, that's rough. It, speaking of empathy, another thing. This could just be like internet fact. Even though I think it's probably like academics, some type of study fact. Yeah. They found that people who read more tend to be more empathetic because they enter into more minds and ways of thinking stuff yeah. throughout their life just through books, if you will. Right. And are able to have greater empathy then because of that. Ah. Maybe I should read more. They can see more points. More. Uh, stop just reading all those science stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what time? Oh, wow. I have, like, another thing about rising to the challenges for, like, mental toughness. So, like, hey, you need to hit this lift to make this team. Yeah. Do you rise up? Do you shy away? Do, are you, like, 
incredible in training and you get on the platform and now you're a bundle of nerves and can't handle yourself. You go in the circle and you can't live up. Or are you more like Jordan and all of a sudden all your sta- like you're already great and all your stats just get better? Yeah, I think that that's – I think that one thing that Michael Jordan always talked about was like the number of shots that he missed to win games. Like he missed like – it was like 123 or something game-winning shots that he, he missed. But the reason why he had so many that he made was because he was prepared for those moments from from his misses uh-huh. and i i think that there's there's two there's like some people who are just stone cold like they they see it for what it is it's a sport and it's just it's not you know it's a i'm doing this i've put a, i've put my time and effort into this because i love it and i'm just gonna go perform like that's all they see it as logic is it's just a performance but then there's other people who like they there's other people who can rise to the occasion because that's how they're wired Sam Mattis is is one of those guys. And then there's other people that they know that because they've had such structure in their life leading to that moment that they see it logically, but they reaffirm themselves because of what they've done prior to that moment. So it's like a little bit of Jordan, a little bit of okay of uh, of, you know, they're just gamers, but it's it's still like. Like video games, no, gamers? like gamers. Oh, as sorry, in like they, yeah, as in like they're gonna perform <laughs> so well. So I think it's like, it's like one of those three typically. I think about Haley actually, and like, dude, she's had some moments where she's she's Clark the Lift or whatever, but she's had other moments where she just sacks up because she knows she's capable of doing that based off of how much time and effort she's put into that development period. Yeah, what was she front squatting today? One fifteen for five triples. That's a huge, dude. That's ton of volume at that weight yeah huge why isn't she clean and jerking that yet i think she's going to i really do i think she's gonna at her next comp i think it's gonna be a it's gonna be over you're gonna get a monster one from her i think so she's in such good shape when is her next comp july this is off july yeah so we are talking about mental toughness and you just did bring up clark and how other times she doesn't so yeah we're good yeah yeah that's true she more often than not will make it and goes for it. Yeah. And once the once the clean's on her chest, it's, it's over. over. Yeah. Like it's a it's three white lights. I've only seen her get called uh, or miss a jerk once in comp. Really? Like like that. When it was on the line, I've seen her miss. I think two jerks total. What one time she cleaned one oh three, and she sh- it was like her first time going big, and she missed the jerk just a little bit can't believe that yeah. i don't believe you but You're she had lying. had it was in san diego at a at a uh, competition in 2019 you would know she had like four meets within a span of like it was like it was four meets in a span of like eight weeks because she was trying to make um i think she was trying to get ranked on the senior pan am team okay yeah anyway do you want to talk about rituals do you think that's a form of mental strength i think rituals are are like the best way to establish it because it it just gets you to see things through processes and to zero yourself in and practicing the skill of of not reacting and having rituals in place is like essentially therapy 101 you have to have a skill in place to handle your triggers and if you can practice that over and over and over again it makes life a lot easier like it, it just makes it easier to respond to in those hairy situations gotcha Man, 
I probably need a ritual for certain triggers. You got me thinking, Dane. Well, I was thinking last night. Last night I went home. Uh, we had like, I don't know, 12 or 15 football guys up in the front room with me. Wait, you're coaching football players again? <laughs> I gotta hate you. <laughs> Watch out, Taman. He's coming for that. You're trying third. to trigger me. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, man, if this was last year, I would get so stressed. Like, just losing my mind. And if everybody wasn't on, on my level, I would be mad at them. And I, I've noticed that when I'm less stressed about it, everybody's on my level. Like, and the thing was last night. So you figured out it was your, you were causing yeah, it a lot sure. of it. You were sort of like the, the I'm gonna say it, the wild card. Yeah. yeah. And and like last night, I was I didn't get stressed at all. And the whole session, it was just like everybody was just doing what they needed to do. And I'm I, I'm like man, I haven't been stressed in a training situation. Now what's ironic is like these kids are all in high school. I am extraordinarily stressed by my throwers right now, like off the chart stressed by them, because I f- for other other reasons. And it and it partially I feel it is on me. So it's like it's always your fault, Dane. Yeah, where I'm going with that is I think rituals are good, and I think that we have to acknowledge triggers that and and training a lot of kids in that situation was a trigger for me in the past gotcha you should start having all your throwers give you a hug before they throw (laughs) i wouldn't mind that i actually like uh old old ufc fights you could see i mean they still do this now it's like when they go into the octagon they like it's like they they embrace everybody i don't mind stuff like that this one band i like they do that before they go out on stage yeah i think that's it's They'd important. make it like every time before, you have to. Everyone had to hug everyone in the band. Yeah. So yeah. like everyone got five different hugs. Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, dude, you won't we, do it. No, we do it at like the trials and stuff. At, at, if we're at like nationals or worlds, it's like, yo, dude, those those are the hugs where you're like, those are legit. Those are the dude. Those those are the hugs that give me chills. Like I nice. love. Yeah, those like. You're at World Champs. You hug Sam, dude. I, like that's like a feeling that I'll remember for the rest of my life. That shit, I love that. Congratulations. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you you good you on your rituals? You want to go into these questions? Yeah, let's get the cra- questions. Were you gonna call them crappy questions? No, we don't even know cre- what th- questions. Crush questions. I was screwing up the. Uh, oh, you were giving me um, what you call it? You were. Uh, I felt triggered. Oh. Not about anything you did. Something when I was younger. I could tell you that story sometime. I told it this weekend. All right. This is Reddit. You Franco B97. Franco B97. I have a doubt about... This is really long. There's like bullet points to this. Bring it. All right. I have a doubt about how to use and when one should use heart rate to improve their physical condition. At what time is it suitable? For example... In my case, I'm 24 years old. I stay healthy, and I trained almost every day in the gym, doing the typical strength exercises, many jumps, and throwing balls. But I know that my Achilles heel is is cardio, so I seek to improve it. My idea is to do CrossFit and weightlifting for strength are sports that I like, and I have the idea of competing in them one day. So knowing that I'm a noob in the field of cardio, all right, here we go. What should I do? 
Do I do the CrossFit classes or do I add a chest strap to the wad? Wow, man. That's a lot. I don't even know. Should he wear a weight vest to do CrossFit just starting? No. No. All right. Good answer, Dane. Good answer. Yeah. Here's your answer. Once a week, ride the assault bike at 55 RPMs for 45 minutes. Once a week, do 20-minute intervals of one minute on, 30 seconds off for 20 minutes, and you have to keep it at 70 RPMs. And then uh, uh, the the middle day of the week, you go four sets of five-minute, as many calories as you can in five minutes. They're, they're, that's what you do. And in eight weeks, you'll be you'll be better with your HRV or with your heart rate, and you'll recover better. This is one thing I, I want to I, – I feel, and I don't know if someone backed me up, Maybe Matt Frazier's performance would. CrossFit is easier when you're stronger. Yes. And you'll be better if you focus on getting strong and technique. Yeah. Like how to do movements. Yeah. And I'm talking like the gymnastics stuff. Yeah, and then that stuff, you, you, you'll pick that up in eight weeks. Yeah. Just get strong and mobile too. Yeah, yeah. Mobility helps. But like there's a reason why so many weightlifters go over and they're like, Oh, I don't have to lift as much. And like, yeah. I'll, I'll just work on like the cardio. The cardio side's so easy. It's to like, pick even up like then. your boy, Brent Fikowski, like yeah. one of his things was like, I have to get stronger shoulders. Like yep. I have to get stronger, yeah. you know? And he was, he had the cardio. Right. Cause let's be honest to succeed at but CrossFit, it took him four or five years to get the strength in. Yeah. You need the cardio, but you need the strength too. Yeah. And if you don't have both, like you're, you're not going to be yeah. at the top. Yeah, I think that would be my answer for that guy. Unless he's just trying to do it, but if you're trying to do a sport and compete, like why aren't you aiming for the number one spot? Yeah. I agree. Speaking of anime from last time too, have you ever seen uh Afro Samurai? Uh uh-uh. uh. My favorite part about it is the number one headband. I'll have to look. It's just the no it's just it's so it's such an awesome concept. All right. This one's from the YouTube community. David Lausch. I want to say Lausch, but there's no C there. I passed my strength trainer exam, and I have my certification. Congratulations. Good job, Dave. What is it like to work in this profession in terms of day-to-day? Horrible. (laughs) You love what you do. How much money should I expect to make starting out? Not a lot. <laughs> you're gonna lose money, yeah. <laughs> unless you're working for someone else. And yeah, paying I you. mean, you're gonna go. You're gonna go work at a college where you're gonna wake up at 4 a.m., go test the workouts, and then train high sc- or train the football team. You're gonna make terrible money, and it, it's not gonna be fun. You'll barely see the light of day. You'll work 12 hours a day and do everything that the head strength coach wants you to do. Or you could go work in a physical therapy center or a commercial gym where they play soft rock from the 70s and 80s that makes you depressed and <laughs> decreases your testosterone. Yacht rock. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's like Jackson Brown on repeat. Oh. And you barely make money, but it'll be a little more sensible. I hate um, it when the Spotify playlist starts repeating. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. You know, like, come on. Yeah. You have do, s- do something with your career curation skills of like <laughs> what playlist you're choosing please Pandora's way worse than spotify with that oh my goodness so i i think the big expectation would be like you're not going to make a lot of money you're going to have to work bad hours and it's a fun job because you're in a gym all day but like it it the reward is going to happen later over time uh of 
you know, one of the things that DJ brought up was he was like, dude, like, he had a gr- good job making good money, working in a corporate setting, like, very comfortable. Yeah. He wasn't a millionaire, you know, but he was making enough money to, to for his life to be fulfilling for 30 years. And he said he sat there and he's like, dude, is this what I want to do till I retire? Like, is this, am I going to just call it right now? I'm checking it in and I'm gone. And he's like, that's when I realized, like, working in a gym is so rewarding because you see such development with athletes and with kids and with people and all, all these things that can really impact. Yeah. Especially in this gym too. There's, yeah, there's big things that happen here and more than just a gym too. Yeah. And it's like, it's figuring out the hard part as a strength coach is realizing like that's not coming unless you figure out the business side and it, and that's where it's, it's a challenge. So there's a lot to learn. I would learn the 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 strength and conditioning world first, and then learn the business later. But it's it's just gonna be hard. Did you learn the business later? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned the business uh, twelve years later. Oh wow! Yeah. At least when you learned you, it, you learned fast. Yeah, Yo, you know what's crazy? I had these <laughs> kids yesterday talking to me about. Um, I, this was part of the the mental toughness was they were asking me about business questions yesterday while they were lifting and it was interesting to see them starting to think because i talked to them about mr beast and they were like oh wow we never really thought about that they just see they just consume mr beast yeah they feed into the the whole system and so i i was talking to them about that and two of the kids didn't realize i was that we had a gym in a barn and a gym in a garage and I was like, wait, you thought we've always been here? Yeah. How much does it cost to rent this place? I was like, dude, I own this building. Like, really? And I and I it was funny for me that they had no idea of the history. It's funny too, as an aside, me knowing and things you have shared, that some people still think you're the garage. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. Like the old garage. Yes. Yeah. Not like this garage yeah yeah Pretty yeah that's funny you know what i'm talking <laughs> yeah. about too i'm not saying anything. so does jason probably he's not paying attention anymore yeah. he's working yeah no i think that's like a that's a hard part to learn too i think that's well there's two there's two layers that the hard part to learn is that you don't know like for me it, the hard part was learning the priority for where we're at in this stage of the existence of this institution whatever you want to call it the other hard part i have with that is learning and this goes along with mental toughness learning to stop caring about what your perception of other people is what they're doing what they're thinking what they're judging you for it's like learning to just not care about that yeah and it's something that some days i'm good at and some days i'm not good it's it's the hardest thing a person ever does to just be themselves, if you will. Yes. And it's not necessarily you, but like the company just being itself, what it is, what it does, how it does it, and not worrying about, as you said, what other people say or do. Right. Especially to the people. It, and at this point in life, it's usually the people you think the highest of. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the struggle has been for yeah. me. But And it's like how you just put it. All of us, all of the humans behind it are over here for yeah. Garage Strength. Garage Strength is this entity that provides the best and There's training. not a lot of us behind it. No, no. <laughs> but, but we're providing 
content and education. We're yeah. providing education that you can buy, programs that are the best, and equipment that pairs with that stuff. And that's along with what we do on site. That's this entity, and we just have to feed this because this is going to exist, and it doesn't it doesn't have uh, emotions and stuff. Yeah, do, do you plan for centuries? Like I don't know. You Can't know my line from that movie. I love that thought. So it's 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 weird because I've said that to Caitlin, and yeah. then she says, "I think you you plan for an exit strategy." Oh, but I'm like, what? Thirty years from now, I have another exit strategy in my mind. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> like selling it is that the exit? Well, yeah, that's. But it's like I don't know, you know. Yeah, man. Go public. Go public. <laughs> Go public with garage strength. Dude. That'd be sick. Public. Is Rogue pub public? Oh. Uh, so? WWE went public. Yeah. But that was. Yeah. Anyway, so mental toughness. I think the hard part is just mental toughness is like not, not caring unless it's what you care about. Like, like yeah. Like, You've got your focus and your goals and your mindset. You've got to care about that. That is one thing I love. I love watching um my seven year old right now. Yeah, they're so they're s- and in general that age is, is very wonderful at that. Yeah, and, that's, and then they break when they're teenagers. Yeah, and it's you know where Lincoln is right now. Lincoln's like in between where like. He's so naive in certain things that he still has that. But you can see he's also so getting jaded by, you know, existence that he's like becoming a teen and and I'm just seeing it happen that it's like it it's it's hard as a parent cuz right. you, you want to make it easier for him, but at the same time you can't. Yeah, you you got to let him do it. Yeah. All right, let's end on that. Bout of Later.